Good morning, Radio Land. Good morning to you. I pray that all is well with you. All is well with me. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray that what I have to say today is going to set some of the captives free because we are sent to set the captives free. Father God, I just want to say thank you and praise you for every person under the sound of my voice. I pray, O oh God, in Jesus' name, that if they woke up with any kind of pain, back problems, or anything, that you will heal them right now in Jesus' name. I cover them with the blood of Jesus from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. I thank you that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, and every lying tongue that rise up against them shall be brought in judgment in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now that you will help me to preach this message and make sense to your people. Bring it to them with clarity, O oh God. In Jesus' name, as I decrease, I ask that you would increase in me. I ask that you would anoint the ears and open the hearts of each and every person under the sound of my voice so that they can receive, understand, retain, and apply what they hear. In Jesus' name, I say thank you, God, and amen. Hallelujah. And people of God, I bring you a message this morning, and it said, breaking free from mental prison. Ah, glory be to God. Do you know there's so many of God's people that are in mental prison? Today, more people in, are in mental prison than there are that are behind bars. Mental prison of fear, of guilt, of shame, of condemnation, of unworthiness, of despair, depression, hopelessness, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts, torments, and it enslaves. And this is def this is a terrible thing. This is a terrible bondage. And you know, it's sad enough. It's bad enough that the people in the world are in this predicament. But I am talking today about some of the saints are in this same kind of predicament. And we have no reason to be in this kind of predicament. Why? Because we have God, we have Jesus, and we have the word of God. Amen. We are in a change of season, which means we must change with the season, we must go into the new year with a different thought process. We have to, we cannot continue to focus on the things of last year and the last three years. We got to have a new perspective on life because God says, I will do a new thing. That was my theme for this year. Glory be to God. And so today, the chains of mental prisons are deeply embedded in the soul and affects every area and decision of the people's lives. But this can be changed if you want it to change. You, If you want it to change, it can be changed. And let me read my scripture so uh, you can see where we're going here today. Because according to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 and verse 6, it says, Cast down, down, Casting down arguments and every high thing... Uh, it's every high thing, watch this, it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We must bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Amen. And then verse 6 says, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So God is telling you something. God is like we, God says be holy because I'm holy. But we got to put on holiness. God is telling you this. Paul, through Paul, Paul said, casting down arguments and 
every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity, into the obedience to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So what is Paul saying to us? By the way, this is a two-part message, and I pray that you're going to listen next week, God's willing, to, so I can bring the second part, because I'm telling you what God says, and then I'm going to tell you how to do it next week. Glory be to God, just in case you don't know. So what am I saying? You see, God is, is, God is the answer God is the only answer to break the bars of these mental prison and give you complete freedom and deliverance. There is only one true God, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, and his, sent his son, Jesus, to crush and obliterate every mental prison that has held us in bondage. God's people are in bondage and it's time for them to be set free. We are no, we no longer have to be held captive to any mental prison because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what he accomplished at the cross. The chains of mental bondage are loosed and broken free in Jesus Christ and him alone. So what am I saying? I'm saying that, yes, you were in a state at before you, you were in a certain mental situation before you accept Jesus Christ. Uh, and now you're in Christ, but you're still in that same place. Well, that is because you have not grabbed a hold of this word. You have not rooted and grounded yourself in the word so that you can be Release. You see, when you come to Christ, the blood of Jesus sets you free. There is no way the enemy can hold you captive, but you now have to put on the whole armor of God. The word, the world has no lasting answers and no release from these mental prisons. I don't care how many psychology you go to, they cannot release you. Psychologists trying to treat these prisons is like putting a band-aid on raging water coming out of a broken pipe. It provides no true lasting answers. Our character is also tied to the mental image of ourselves that we carry in our minds. And these mental prisons wreak havoc on our identity and our self-image. And that's the reason why we find ourselves in the place where we can't move forward. You know, we can't understand why we're not functioning. We don't understand. Let me tell you something, people of God. You have, in these 66 books, the Bible the Holy Bible, you got all the answers to your mental prison, but you now have to put it into application. Again, I'm going to read again what it says. 2 Corinthians 10, 5 and 6, it says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, against the word of God, and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So what I'm trying to say to you is this. God has given you the tools. God has given you leverage. God has given you his spirit. God has given you for those of you that are saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. There are times when you're going to wake up and the enemy is going to be so heavy on you and cause you to go backward. But guess what? When you start praying in the Holy Ghost, that thing's going to lift up off of you. Why? Because the enemy is here to take you down and take you out, but you've got the power. The power lives on the inside of you. Glory be to God. When I look at this and I go back and I think about in the book of Genesis 3, 7 through 10. Go with me to the book of Genesis 7 through 10 if you're up and you have your Bible. And if not, I'll read it to you. Genesis chapter 3, 7 through 10. Look what the Bible says. He said, he said, 
Then the eyes of both of them were open. After they ate the fruit that God told them not to eat, their eyes were open. To understand mental prison, we need to go back. And we got to find out where these things were originated from. What it says, And they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Glory be to God. And then it says, And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. You see, let me explain something to you. What happens when you begin to understand every mental prison began with the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden. We see shame, guilt, fear, despair, condemnation, hopelessness, depression, and anxiety are all demonstrated in Adam and Eve. That was the first time when they sin. You see, sin is what causes mental prison. I know some people may not agree with me, but let me tell you something. You might say, I'm not fornicating, and I'm not lying, and I'm not cheating, and I'm not committing adultery, but guess what? It's the little foxes that spoils the vine. So it's the little things, the self-righteous spirit, the, 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 the self-centered spirit, the, 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 the spirit that criticizes other people. It's This is what is causing you to have to be bombarded by the enemy so now you got to address that demon spirit you got to address that spirit that sin that so easily beset us that sin that we don't see those little those little foxes that causes you problems you now have to address those sins because God says I resist the proud but I give grace to the humble so if you're walking in self-righteousness you will be bombarded by the enemy Jesus said Satan is coming but he has nothing in me you see the enemy is not supposed to find anything in you because he's an accuser of the brethren. And so what happens is when you find yourself in a mental prison, you need to now examine yourself and find out why. The deep-rooted consequence of sin nature is the distorted thinking rooted in guilt, fear, and shame that enslaves us in bondage. The sin nature energizes the thoughts reasons, will, and emotion as Adam and Eve were living in the state of separation from God. What happens is this, when you allow yourself to be in a mental prison, you are separating yourself from God because my Bible says in Isaiah chapter 26, in verse 3, he said, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. So the moment you begin to find yourself, if you save and you find yourself in a mental prison, you now got to say, wait a minute, Something is wrong. I'm in separation from God. I am not close to God like I need to be. I, something is wrong and now you got to take an examination. You see, the first thing you got to do is check yourself. So the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Look what it says. Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. It tells us about um, this thing. Look what it says here. Hold on. Give me a break. Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. Look what it says. It says, therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sin. And then it tells you something else in verse 18a. It says, therefore, as through one man offense judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man righteous act, the 
free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. So Paul is trying to give us some explanation now why we are in. If you are saved and you are walking and living a holy lifestyle, you will not be in a mental prison. You would have, because you've got to leave those things behind, you are now a new creature in Christ Jesus. And so what I'm saying to you is that, that's why I said we got to check ourselves because if we don't check ourselves, we won't really know where we are. So when I look at that, it says, so we understand that we who are children of God have been freed from this bondage. So why are so many saints in this position? Why are so many of God's people in mental prison? Do you understand mental prison is worse than physical prison? Oh my God. The word came, the Bible talks about this when I, it says, let me read this again. It says, therefore, just as sin came into the world, through one man. The word came in Greek literally means to come in and listen and contains the force of distribution, meaning it made its way to each individual member of the human race. So what am I saying? I'm saying this because of what Adam did, we were all born in sin. But when we come to know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when we surrender our life to him, we are no longer in that place. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, he says, we are a new creature. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So what happened? Sometimes our mental prison is the need, watch this, to feel, the need we feel are often overflowing from childhood. So what am I saying? Okay, you came and you gave your life to Jesus Christ. So now your spirit is saved, but your soul is still messed up. Well, that's the reason why you need to get into these books. That's the reason why you need to come and read 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse, uh, I'm 2 Corinthians, what I say? Is it 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 and 6 and see what the Bible is saying and how do I get rid of these problems from childhood, you see? Because to gain approval, what, what happened is in from childhood, we wanted to gain approval or to be liked or admired or it's the prison of the expectation of others, or more accurately, what we presume those expectations to be, which most of the time they're wrong. So my point to you today is this. Sin is the powerful force of every mental prison mankind has ever experienced. No one can break free from the free of the ultimate consequence of sin without the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the liberator and the deliverer the conqueror, the savior from sin and all its evil's consequence. Sin is the cruel master of every mental prison that wants to manipulate our thinking and attitude. I got to say that again. Sin is the cruel master of every mental prison that wants to manipulate our thinking. You see, when you are in sin, glory be to God, it's going to manipulate you. Satan is going to tell you, that, that, you know, good is evil and evil is good and so forth and so forth. But you now have to come to that place where you realize that he is a liar and the father of lies. So today, I pray that those who are in mental prison will have, have a come to Jesus moment. Understanding that no amount of doctor's diagnosis can get them out of get him out of that position. The only thing that can change you is the blood of Jesus and the saving grace of Jesus Christ listen to me, can transform the mind from being locked up in their mental prison, which is worse than real bars prison. 
I'm telling you, there are people that are behind bars right now. There are people on death row in prison. There are people that know that they're going to die in two or three months. But guess what? They are not in a mental prison. They are free. You can free yourself from the mental prison if you choose to. If you want to get free, you got to pick up the word of God. You've got to take the word of God at face value. If God says, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians chapter uh, uh, 10 and 5 and 6 again, because I need you to get this in your spirit. It says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I'm going to stop right here. You see, the knowledge of God is superior to anything and everything that you have ever heard in your life. But the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So God is telling you by Paul that we now got to cast down his arguments because you're going to be arguing in your mind. Oh, no, I need to do this. And no, you got to take those thoughts into, con you got to bring them into, you know, you got to bring them and ex that anything that you got to cast them down. You got to cast down these thoughts. You got to take these, these thoughts into captivity. You cannot allow your thoughts to overrule your mind. You cannot allow, you got to let the spirit of God who lives on the inside of you take complete control of your mind. But the only way that's going to happen if it's, is you stay in the word of God. You see, when we become saved, let me, let me give you a little example of what took place. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your spirit man is saved. But whichever, but the old man do not just die. The old man is right there trying to wait for that moment to rise up in you. Remember you were in the world and you were being led by the world and be, by the things of the world. Now you become a pilgrim. You become a child of God. You no longer think like the world. You don't longer do things like the world. You now have to begin to do things because you have been translated from darkness to light. You now are is you're a child of light. You, the Bible says that the children of the world are smarter than the children of light, but you don't need to be one of those stupid ones. You can now become that child of God to the place where you're going to understand that you no longer do the things that you used to do. You now have to fill yourself up with the word of God so that you can walk in the light, so that the spirit of God can rule your spirit. Because remember I said, the old man never dies. He is just waiting for a moment to rise up and, 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 and take back control over your life. But you don't have to allow that to happen. You have the power to control sin. Glory be to God. Remember I'm saying you've got that power. God did not leave you orphaned. He gave you power to control the sin that's in your life. Unfortunately, there are many behind bars that have come to know Jesus Christ as their deliverer. And even though they are physically in prison, they are free. And you can be free also. You can be free today. You, if, if you're already saved, you can come back to the Lord and surrender a fresh glory be to God and say, God, I'm sorry for my sins. And I know that I wasn't living like I'm supposed to, but I'm asking you to give me a second chance. And he will 
Wash me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness, O God. Help me to deliver myself, O God, from this mental prison, from anxiety. Oh, glory be to God, from, from all the things that is, is, is damaging your character. Okay, people, are. I'm telling you, you, you came into the new, new year and now you're still suffering from fear and guilt and shame and condemnation and unworthiness. You don't feel worthy. You're feeling despair. You feel depression. You have a hopeless way. You have anxiety. You have suicidal thoughts. You're being tormented by the enemy and he is trying to enslave you, but you do not have to accept that. You have to learn how to control your thoughts. Until we learn to control our thoughts, our thoughts will control us. If, until we learn how to control our thoughts, our thoughts will control us and keep us behind bars. And this is the worst problem, plaguing the world, even saints. And for the children of God, mental prison should never have a place in our lives. Mental prison should be the last thing that takes charge of your life. As I close this message, I want to encourage you today. How can I be delivered from mental prison? How can I? I'm just giving you a few examples right here, but next week I'm going to bring the fullness of how to change your thought process, how to deliver you completely from being uh, uh, behind bars in your mind. You know, your mind is the, it, it, they said it's the playground for Satan. And if you don't keep your mind filled with the world, word of God, he's going to come in and take control. But this do not have to happen. You've got from Genesis to Revelation, and it doesn't matter which book you read, you're going to find the deliverance. In Genesis, there was deliverance. In Exodus, there was deliverance. In Leviticus, there's deliverance. In, 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 in Numbers, there's deliverance. In Deuteronomy, there's deliverance. Listen to me. In all the books of the Bible, there is deliverance. In Joshua, there was deliverance. In Judges, there was deliverance. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. But you got to pick up this book. Some of you got three and four Bibles around your house and you never pick it up, not even to dust it off. The only time you hear the word of God is when you turn on the radio and praise God for the radio and praise God for the TV. But we need to have a serious relationship with God. We need to invite God into our life. I feel the Holy Ghost into our life so that he can see. You know, it's like you walking down the street with a friend and you never speak to him. The Holy Spirit is always there and he wants to talk to you and he wants you to talk to him. He said, call upon me and I will answer and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. God wants to have a relationship with you. It's like a man and a wife that a man and his wa a wife that they had a, they, they got married, but they never consummate the relationship. God is looking for you to consummate your relationship with him. Amen. So as I close this message today, fill yourself. It says, how can I be delivered from mental prison? Fill yourself with the word of God. And if you are not saved, ask Jesus to save you and to give, and you give him your life today, right this moment. Let me say this prayer right now. Say, dear God, I am sorry for my sins. I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe that he came and he lived and he died on the cross and you raised him from the dead three days later. I believe that he went back to heaven. I know that he shed his blood. Jesus, I'm asking you right now to save me. 
Save me. Deliver me from this mental prison that I'm in. Lord, you are a deliverer. You, I ask that you would save me, and I'm asking you this in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for my salvation. I will live for you as you show me how. And Father, I'm asking you right now, if there's anyone that I've said this prayer, that you would fill them with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongue. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So the second thing, start paying attention to everything that you are thinking and the things that you do. Pay attention. Get a journal and begin to write things down. Then, focus on Philippians 4 and verse 8. What does Philippians 4 and verse 8 says? I have a few minutes I can tell you. Let me look at this. Philippians 4 and 8, look what it says. It says, it tells you what to do and how to think. Philippians 4 and verse 8, look what it says. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and it, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So God is telling you to think about those kinds of things. Then restore your heart and mind with loving and respectful and compassionate the word of God from God that it, listen to this, God's people. Be around God's people, a loving people, that they, and they will encourage you. Amen. Because the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of the saints. Surround yourself with lots of worship music. And I don't mean that nonsense that you listen to that they call worship. I mean real worship so that you can feel the presence of God. And then step into action according to your new way of thinking. Again, control your negative thoughts by remembering who says uh, uh, you know, whose you are, according to first, uh, uh, second Thessalonians, um, second Corinthians 5 and 17. Again, transformation takes time. Yes, but it can start for you today. If you give your life to Jesus, I want to share a little uh, information with you. There was a man called um, Desecrates and he was a thinking person. And I'm going to finish this because I'm not going to have time to finish it today. But listen, God, today, has ask God to give you greater wisdom, understanding, and help you to think more clearly. In if, if you know, fill your mind with His Word, like I say, let it guide you, make it the basis for your thoughts. God bless you, and I love you, and I pray that you will come and visit us at 3901 West Adams Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90018. Glory be to God. We love you. We pray that you will pray for us as we pray for you, and don't forget to. Partner with us and send us a donation so we can stay on the radio to get more people delivered. We're having a healing service coming up real soon. Keep listening so that we can tell you when that healing service will be so you can be come, you can come and be healed and delivered and set free. God bless you. We love you. In Jesus' name, glory be to God.